Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. I am your host, Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Cross Creek Golf Club. Have a great interview coming your way with Jordan Crandall with Foot Joy. We dive into so many topics when it comes to Foot Joy. They are a phenomenal brand when it comes to golf apparel, as you probably already know. And in this interview, we're going to talk about their newest line of shoes, their involvement with Tiger. Should you go with Spike or should you go with Cleatless? That's always kind of been a, a mystery to some golfers. Which one should I use or which one do I prefer? And Jordan's going to kind of help you with that. Their line of gloves, as well as explaining their shirts and how they make the shirts the way they do and how they are designed to help golfers enjoy their round of golf a lot more, as well as several other great topics that we talk about during this interview. So don't go anywhere. Listen to this great interview with Jordan and learn more about the phenomenal brand of Foot Joy. Unfortunately, due to time constraints and life just getting in the way, Nick and I were not able to record a segment talking about the PGA Championship and previewing the U.S. Open. We will drop an episode on June the 15th. That is a Wednesday where we will preview that U.S. Open. We'll talk more things about the world of golf, the latest news rankings and all of those things we will definitely dive into for that episode again dropping on wednesday june the 15th i also have some other great topics for you in that episode where i'm going to be bringing back some golf tips that's going to help you lower those scores without further ado let's bring in jordan crandall with foot joy oh he got all of that one Jordan, welcome back to the podcast. I greatly appreciate you taking the time to come back on. You were on last year, I believe it was episode 17 that you were my guest. And uh, so glad to have you back. How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, last year, time flies, but I believe it was Master's Week of 2021. Yeah, I know. Time does fly. And ironically, when you were my guest on that last episode, that spawned something for foot joy. You guys started your own internal podcast. The powers to be at foot joy heard it and said, you know what, Jordan, I think we want you to have a podcast. We want you to be the host of a podcast here at foot joy. Tell me about that. They did. They, they, they looked at the landscape of our sales force and they decided, uh, which of our sales reps has the best face for radio and, I think, I guess I, I was the default winner. So, um, no, it was, uh, it was fun being on the podcast. I shared it with a few people in the company, unbeknownst to me, there was some work going on behind the scenes to, uh, it ended up evolving into, well, let's create our own podcast. And, and then it landed in my lap as we want you to host. And, um, of course the answer was yes. And it's been a, a lot of fun ever since it's not a podcast that your listeners will be able to find on on the various outlets. Um, it's more of an internal company led podcast, peer to peer sharing kind of thing. But, um, as you know, I reached out to you shortly thereafter and we took a crash course in podcasting and you were great. Um, both from the equipment side to the 
best practices and um, invaluable uh, advice that you gave. And we, uh, we do it about every quarter now. So we've, we've done about five or six episodes and more in the, more in the works. So pretty cool. So awesome. So glad to help too. I'm glad it's going well. And I hope that uh, you're enjoying doing it and your fellow colleagues at FootJoy are uh, getting the most out of that podcast as well. And it's helping you guys. Yeah. The feedback's been really good and you know, just a cool endeavor that pot, you know, it seems like there's a thousand, well, well more than a thousand podcasts out there now. Everybody has a podcast, but um, there's a reason for that. It, 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 you consume it on your own time. You can record it on your own time, but um, the content lives on and is hopefully timeless. So um, given our lifestyle as sales reps, uh, we go see customers such as you, you're in the van or, you know, in your vehicle quite a bit. And it just allows guys to, to not have to tune in at a set time and yet still get the content and learn some things um, as it fits into their own schedule. So it's been really, really fun and, and uh, rewarding, I think, for everybody involved. Well, you've been with FootJoy since 2004, a long time. Congrats on that. I think you, you started with them right out of college. We talked a little bit about your history on that last podcast. If you want to go back and listen to this episode again, episode 17, and you can learn more about how Jordan got into the business, got in with FootJoy. Um, but a lot of experience with the company, seen it grow, seen a lot of changes, and which leads us into our newest, your newest line of shoes. Talk to me about what's going on with this line of shoes, the 2022 line. How does it compare to what you've seen in the past? And uh, how do you feel about it? Yeah, we are, we're excited about our new shoe line. And, um, you know, I think a, a lot of, of your members and golfers and customers, you walk into a golf shop and you see maybe four or five different models along with sizes for those models. And you kind of think, well, that's it. And, and you and I know that special orders are a big part of the shoe business, uh, specifically in golf. But um, you've also been in my showroom, my mobile showroom, and you step in and you go, oh, my word. I didn't know yeah. all of these existed. And we have north of 100 different individual styles of shoes. Um, and they're all offered in widths. That's what makes us unique. We offer 47 different size combinations. Um, and because of that, we've always tried to be everything to everybody. So despite uh, leading every single PGA Tour equipment shoe count since 1945, uh, we also have led the marketplace for almost just as long. And, and you don't do that by having just one model of shoe and telling everybody this is the one. Um, golfers have different needs, uh, different preferences on not only how it looks, is it fast? Is it young? Is it athletic? Is it conservative? Is it a saddle? Is it uh, timeless? Um, but also performance. Some guys want to have uh, more, you know, if you're a right hander, you end up on your left side, more heel roll. You like to feel a little bit of movement in the shoe and other guys like uh, Kevin Kisner on tour and that are wearing our new tour alpha. That is the most stable shoe that's ever been created. And we can confidently say that there is no movement both on your backswing and on your, your follow through, you're not rolling over that shoe at all. And, and the ground in your stability of your shoes creates power. Some guys don't need it. Um, they just have a naturally um, good rhythm to their swing. Think about Ernie L's 
uh, Fred Couples, Justin Rose, those guys could play barefoot. And so as a result, they wear pretty basic shoes that don't have a lot of stability. But most guys not only wear stable shoes on tour, but your members would benefit from more stability. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but our new shoe line, it's, it's led by premier series. We launched that at the 2020 masters, um, became number one on tour ever since it's huge in the marketplace. That's going to be your quote unquote classic, um, which that name has a lot of meaning to us at FootJoy, but it's timeless, traditional, um, ironically back into style now. I mean, even the young kids want that, that cool traditional look. Um, but the newest launch is called tour alpha. And I, ju I just alluded to it. It replaced tour X. It occupies the spot of what is the most stable shoe there is. And you know, when you see it, it's pretty aggressive. Um, you'll see a, a ton of different traction points on the bottom, as well as what we call outriggers protruding from the outsole. Um, all of which is designed to provide added stability. And each of these, sometimes you feel like stable and comfort don't match. I joke that our, our name is Foot Joy, so everything has to be comfortable, uh, but right. it is true. So we'll do things like um, foam around the collar of the shoe or a memory foam insert, and just to make sure that it's a comfortable ride in addition to being stable. Um, Pro SL, that's another one that's had a great run for us, I would say, over the last seven or eight years. In fact, it was number one on tour for five plus years until Premier Series came out. But it's it's still huge on tour. Brand new uh, generation of that just came out. And pound for pound, you combine comfort and stability. It's really hard to find one better than Pro SL. And it happens to be spikeless. Um, and just last week, we launched Pro SL Sport. So all these guys that have embraced Pro SL for all these years, uh, we're giving them a cool new option for the warmer months. Um, it's essentially the same outsole. So same performance, same stability, same two-year waterproof, but it's a coated mesh uh, upper, which gives it more breathability, a little cooler when the weather's warm, but same profile when you're looking down at a golf ball. It's that clean Pro SL look. Um, and those... Tour Alpha and Pro SL are the two big launches for 2022. And you'll see both of them uh, turn on the TV. You'll see a bunch of them. And you'll well, see them in the golf in, shots this spring. Yeah, I noticed in the uh, in the Tour Alpha and the Pro SL, you, you also have a BOA version in those shoes. Why would a golfer need to go with the BOA option compared to like the traditional lace-up option? What, what kind of benefits are they going to get out of that? Because I've, I've seen golfers contemplate the two they're like okay why do i need to go with this one over this one tell me the disadvantages or the advantages to going with either one yeah uh boa is a third-party technology that that has been around now for gosh i think it's just north of 15 years and and, and for for your listeners that aren't familiar with the name it's the dial on the back of the shoe that you you click uh you basically click it clockwise and that's how the shoe tightens. Um, the, there is a performance benefit. It's not just for, ah, I don't have to tie my shoes when I, when I wear those, yeah. the performance benefit is that every click of that dial is tightening it by one millimeter. 
And what that lacing system does is essentially contours to the exact shape of your foot. And then it doesn't budge. Meaning think of that side hill lie, or you step down in a bunker and you come out and now your shoelaces have pressure points and might get loose. And, um, it's a uniform fit throughout. It also brings you back in the shoe and down. So just think of where your heel is and that's where you should be in the shoe. Um, shoes should fit snug, like a running shoe. They, they don't need to be too big. So there's definitely a performance benefit to the BOA heel placement of which we have exclusivity on. You'll see it on different parts of the shoe from other companies. That's really a cosmetic thing. Um, in part because we have exclusivity on the heel, which is where it's most desired from a performance standpoint. So the biggest thing is the bow is going to really give you or give the golfer more stability in the heel. It, it, well, it bring, it brings your foot instead of your foot sliding forward, back, left, right, uh, throughout the day and golf swings. Um, it really locks you into the appropriate spot in a shoe that you're meant to be in is if you're just standing in a room as opposed to walking North South and moving laterally through a golf swing and, uh, putting one foot in the bunker and one out to hit that, that lie you were left with. Um, it's, it's keeping you in the shoe so that the shoe can then perform, uh, to its maximum capability. Well, let's talk about spikeless versus spikes. So why would a golfer go with a spikeless shoe if they need more stability, maybe in their feet, do they need to go with one with spikes? Talk to me about that or talk to the golfer yeah. or the listener about why we, why would you need to choose one or the other? So cleated versus spikeless really reared its head about 10 years ago. Um, and it felt like the whole market went spikeless. Um, it wasn't totally true. It, it, it got to a peak of maybe 50-50, but certain regions, certain uh, golf courses, depending on their demographic, may have seen fluctuation one way or the other. Um, on tour, it's, it's virtually all cleated, except for, um, I should say there's, there's far less guys wearing spikeless shoes than you would think, with the exception of Pro-SL. So Pro SL is going to be the, along with the Premier Series Spikeless, which came out last year, um, Max Homa just won in it uh, yesterday, in fact. Um, those are really golf-specific Spikeless, as opposed to uh, you think of the, the soft rubber outsoles that now you put them on in the morning and you might play golf, but I like these shoes because I can just wear them all day. Um, and a lot of guys are of that mentality, right or wrong. Um, I'm of the opinion it, you should put a golf shoe on to play golf, just like you put your glove on to hit a golf ball. Um, take the time to make sure you have the right shoe on. And now if you have a tempo like a Ernie L's or a Freddie couples mm -hmm. that, that rubber bottomed, very minimal stability spikeless shoe is going to be just fine for you. Yeah. Unless it's wet or you have a side hill lie. I mean, it's, you're going to lose some, not only power, but, um, accuracy as a result, but it's, there's a good healthy mix now, in my opinion, in the marketplace and, and from golfers, I think we all kind of have a little mixture of both now in our arsenal. Um, when I tee it with my buddies, 
on a July afternoon and it's hot and dry and um, pretty casual around, I might wear a spikeless pair. Or, or if I go chip and putt or just go hit balls for 20 minutes, I might wear my spikeless. But if it's Saturday morning and I'm playing in a tournament, I'm putting on my Premier Series because that's a that is a piece of equipment. Yeah, and I think a lot of golfers they don't look at it as a piece of equipment that they need to think about. It goes into the glove, which we'll talk about here in just a second. But you know, yeah, that's a great point. It is a piece of equipment that golfers need to think about and make sure that they are equipping themselves with the right shoe that's going to help them attack that golf course the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it safe to say that anybody that's generating a lot of club head speed, you know, obviously they're generating a lot of ground force. So that being the case, maybe a cleated shoe would be the route to go there in order to enhance that stability, to give them what, that reinforcement that will help them become more accurate. Yeah. In general, I would say that's true. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the tournament this past weekend in the, in the DC area, it's, it's the Wells Fargo that's normally here in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, it, it rained for, for literally three and a half of the four days. And you had guys that just had their normal spikeless shoes on and they were slipping everywhere. Um, it was kind of hard to watch. It was, <laughs> it, yeah. I, I will say this, none of the foot joy guys were slipping because they, their spikeless shoes were the pro SL, but, um, the exception would be these smooth swingers on tour. They generate tremendous club head speed. It just doesn't look like it. Mm -hmm. um, but most guys, you teach a lot of golf lessons. Um, there's a lot of sloppy footwork and bad, you know, poor balance. And, and then you have the fast swingers. They're not finishing real um, gracefully, we'll call it. Uh, they could benefit from from cleated shoes for sure. And, and it used to just be, there were, you know, 11 cleats on the bottom. Now you've got not only the, the soft spikes, which have about eight prongs on them, but you have the actual outsole of the shoe. If you start, if you run your hand along it, there's hundreds of traction points that are, that are in contact with the ground. So it's, um, stability has changed quite a bit as has styling, uh, over the years. Well, speaking of stability, Tiger has clearly sought out a shoe that would give him more stability, more comfort, and he sought out the help of FootJoy. What can you tell me about that? It's been hot news since the Masters. Yeah, well, Steve, you know, I have ice cream in the car. I may need to get going here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, a, uh, a very prominent world former world number one uh greatest player of of recent lifetime uh was responsible for the i would say the biggest equipment story of the biggest major of the year and and sort of took took the whole golf world by surprise but yes i i think if anything it's it's a testament to what we talked about it's the product um, it's number one on tour. There's a lot of guys out there wearing it. A lot of his buddies. Um, he's, he's certainly well-researched and everything he does is calculated and with thought and, um, you know, it, uh, the, it was obviously a secret to everybody and until we turned on the masters. So, um, it was fun to watch and, uh, we'll see where that leads, but, 
But uh, as of right now, that appears to be his shoe of choice, the Premier Series. Well, let me tell you, you guys, uh, I mean, I, I, I say this every year and I mean it. You guys outdo yourself in the previous year. I mean, it's this year's line of shoes are phenomenal. They look they look fantastic, and um, I, I, I trust everything you guys do when it comes to golf apparel. Because I was telling someone the other day in the golf shop. I mean, most other manufacturers uh, in the golf business, when it comes to apparel, uh, footwear, they specialize in in other sports. You guys focus solely on golf and that being said you guys care about the golfer more than as far as i'm concerned more than any other company because that's your main focus and that, i think there's a lot to be said for that thank you it it's who we are that's all we do um you know the decision makers the powers that be the people that design the products they're all golfers too and, and, you know, golfers, we're a, we're a rabid bunch. We're passionate. We're uh, a little bit irrational at times with, with, <laughs> with the game. And, um, but there's a passion and um, it's what's behind everything we do. Not only the design of it, but the testing of it, the validation of it on tour. Uh, and with, we do a, so much market research with consumers around the country before we ever launch anything, um, bringing prototypes and hitting balls and, um, you know, just that feedback's invaluable, but yes, all we do is make it's, we could almost call it, uh, it's by golfers for golfers. And that's what our company is. Everything we do is meant to, to make a golf swing in and use playing golf. Well, you and I didn't really get to talk much about gloves when you're on the last episode, but that's something that a lot of golfers, I don't think they put a lot of thought into the thought process behind what type of glove they should go with, or if they should even go with a glove at all. I'm a huge proponent of having a glove. I feel like it's obviously going to create more stability in that lead hand, but what thought process should a golfer go through whenever they're trying to strategize which glove to go with? Yeah. So much like shoes, we, we mentioned it's a piece of equipment. Um, a glove is the same thing. There's the same, uh, yeah, obviously the same thing. It's If you think about it, it's the one piece of equipment that stands between your body and the golf club. Right. So if you can enhance your grip to make a better golf swing, make a more consistent swing, why wouldn't you? And it's not a baseball glove. It's not, uh, you know, any number of other forms of gloves. There's, there's a reason why a golf glove is, uh, is constructed the way it is. It's Cabretta leather. It's a real thin hide. Um, it's, it's designed to provide the most grip, but the, the, the most minimal material. So, um, our, our flagship glove model is the stay soft. We came out with the Stay Soft in 1979, and since by 1980, it was number one, and we've been number one ever since. And Stay Soft has, I think we're in about the 12th generation of it in terms of constant refinements and make it better, make it better. But um, really, Stay Soft is the ultimate feel in all climate performance. So you think about it. South Carolina, 
Um, in the winter, you might play golf. It's 45 degrees. And then, but you know what it's like in the summer, it's, uh, it's 95 and humid. So it, it almost acts as a rain glove in the summer. It, Mm -hmm. It doesn't compromise its performance, no matter the condition. So, um, but we've had a exclusive partnership with Petards of England, a world renowned, uh, leather company. That's where we get our leather for stay soft. We have forever. And we've done other gloves through them as well, or other leathers, um, including shoes. The, the, the Dry Joys franchise for, for decades was Petards of England. Uh, we still use them for, for real high-end stuff. But it starts with Stay Soft. Um, that, that's our, our flagship model. And, and as you move down the line, it's what does the golfer want? Sometimes it's price-driven. And, and that's where Weathersoft is the most popular glove in golf in the marketplace that's going to be our least expensive. And, and that's going to be more of a synthetic glove with the exception of uh, Cabretta leather in targeted areas of the palm, meaning the heel of your hand, the thumb, those are the, the areas that are most in contact with the club, right. Or, or I have the most mm-hmm. pressure. Right. Um, and others in the middle, like hyperflex is essentially the thinness of a stay soft, but it has uh certain mesh areas on the back of the knuckles for more breathability, more, uh, more flexibility. So you'll see guys like Ian Poulter in that glove. Um, so it has a tour tour level performance, just a little different flavor, but we have seven or eight different glove models. Um, or I should say five or six in just the general everyday leather capacity. And then you move on to like rain gloves and winter softs and, um, you know, a wide array of women's gloves, including a mesh glove and, uh, gloves is not just something we make like many other companies do as sort of a branding effort. It's part of who we are. It's a core part of our line. And again, it's for golfers. It's the only piece of equipment between you and the golf club. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. I mean, it's not just about comfort. It's about stability. And when a golfer is trying to put on a glove and, and figure out, okay, which one fits best for them. I see this a lot in the golf shop. Obviously you want it to fit tighter, correct? Because the more you wear mm-hmm. that, the more it's going to stretch out. Yep. So go with the snug fit. And of course you've mm-hmm. got your, um, your cadet glove for shorter fingers, but really important that you try that glove on, make sure it's not only going to fit your hand correctly, make it a little tighter, but also you want to make sure that it feels well, because like you said, that's the one piece of equipment that's between you and that golf club. Most guys are in a glove that is too big for them and shoes that are too big for them. And some of that's ego driven, just like when you ask somebody, well, what, what flex driver shaft do you have? Nobody likes saying a regular, right? right? So give the people what they want. Um, but yes, a glove should fit very snug. Um, you know, it fits when, uh, you know, it's snug across your entire hand, including between the fingers. If you, if you sort of relax your hand and, and look at the palm of your hand, you should be able to pinch about a quarter inch, just almost, you should be able to pinch a little bit. And if you look back at the back of your hand where the Velcro closes it, when you first try it on there should be about an eighth of an inch or so of Velcro exposed. So it should not cover that entire piece of, of call it female Velcro on the bottom. 
And, and that's so that over time it does start to stretch, you know, round, round four or five in that glove, it'll, it'll perfectly match that female end of the Velcro, but it should definitely be snug. The cadet sizing for your listeners that aren't familiar, most have always believed it's just shorter fingers. Um, that is true. However, it's also a little bit wider palm and fingers, or I should say just palm, not so much fingers. Um, and I'll describe that by you ever shake someone's hand and you're just grabbing quite a bit there. Like, man, that guy's got a pretty meaty handshake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's for that guy. He, he has a little bit shorter fingers, but there's just more meat on the heel of your hand. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the, the cadet portion of the market is, is massive. I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't know that it's, I think it's North of a third of golfers are wearing mm -hmm. a cadet size. So fit is important for sure. If you want to take control of your health and feel so much better, I encourage you to check out Pure on Main. They have two locations on Main Street in downtown Greenville across from the Hyatt and another location on Cannon Street in beautiful downtown Greer. Pure on Main provides you with essential services and products allowing you to live a healthier, more fulfilling life. Pure on Main is one of the most exclusive and unique health and wellness centers in the upstate. They've been nominated as one of Greenville's best wellness centers for five consecutive years. Do you want to improve your endurance, increase your mobility in your golf swing, or get rid of joint pains? I can assure you Betsy and her staff are passionate about helping you improve your life. They have stores filled with beneficial items for your body and your soul. They also provide services such as colon hydrotherapy, massage therapy, ionic foot detox, and wellness consulting. Pure on Main is dedicated to helping and serving their community. Please give them a call and let them recommend top-of-the-line products that are results-driven. I get all of my wellness supplements from them, and I feel amazing. Visit their website at pureonmain.com. Again, that's pureonmain.com, where you can purchase their phenomenal products, or you can visit their downtown locations in Greenville and Greer. So what are you waiting for? Start living healthier and pure with the help of Pure on Main. You won't regret it. All right, let's talk about the shirts because you guys, uh, I think, get this reputation that you your shirts are bigger than most. But to me, I feel like they're normal. I feel like this is a normal fit. I feel like everyone else has gotten smaller. You know, No disrespect to any other shirt manufacturer out there. There's a lot of good ones out there. But I just feel like how FootJoy has been labeled is that that shirt is, is a lot larger than most. They'll come into the golf shop and they feel like they need to try it on first because if they're normally an extra large, they have to go with a large. But again, I feel like it's normal. Uh, I, I really do. And I feel like everyone else has gotten smaller. But talk to me about talk to me about that. Are you guys bigger than most? Are you normal? Yeah. You know, Steve, the, the, the reputation or the stigma of FootJoy shirts being large or too big you know, at one time, it, I would say, was probably true. Um, that said, when we launched apparel 10 years ago, full-line men's apparel, specifically shirts, um, a lot of research went into that. Um, not only how do we launch it and how do we go about launching it, but um, the fit profile. And, and all of our research showed 85% of golfers want a fuller-fitting shirt. So we may have taken that to the extreme early on. Um, however, it gained a rabid following. And when that happens, you, you can't change it overnight. So you, you can, and, and plus you've, you've got a lot of product that's, that's 
on order and ready to go. And um, it takes time to, to turn a turn a ship around, what we'll call it. Um, but so you make constant refinements, just as we do in our entire product line. It's you don't come out with something new unless it's better than the previous. So I'm proud of us for continuing to do research and, and making things better. And um, I would say at this point, through, through various, uh, various adjustments to our, our fit, we're not that far off from, from your standard brands that you'll find in a country club golf shop. Um, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the niche uh, athletic kind of young one-off brands that are meant to fit real small and have short sleeves, but, um, or shorter sleeves, but we aren't that far off, but yet we'll still be a touch bigger. I mean, very minimally. And that's a good thing that we want it that way. Our stuff is meant to make a golf swing. So you think about, um, we're, you know, we're honored when people wear our product outside of golf, wear it to dinner, wear it to the ball game. Um, but it is meant to make a golf swing. And because of that, the things like um, the tail of the shirts are about two inches longer. That's so it stays tucked in when you make a golf swing. Tall guys, tall guys like it too. Yeah. Yeah. But these refinements are things like uh, sleeve length. Ideally it should land just above your elbow, not halfway up your arm, not two inches below. So that was something early on. It was, it was a thing. Um, sleeve circumference. Just think about if you were to cut the sleeve off your shirt, it kind of looks like a barrel or a tube. Um, that's the circumference. Well, in the past, maybe that seam there that was hanging a little low. So you had extra fabric under your arms when you, when you put your arms down um, or stood over a putt. And it's just not the case anymore. It's a really good fit um, for all sizes. And it really more apt to be able to wear it outside of golf. Um, but in the end, not only the stretch and the materials, but the, the cut of the shirt is meant for golfers. That's who we are. And, uh, we won't apologize for it. It's, uh, it's a badge of honor and, um, we will keep getting feedback and following market trends. But in some respects, we, we, we like to be leaders in the market and, and create our own path. So that's who we are. The success is, is proof. It's still wildly popular, um, rabid following. It, it's, it's, uh, a lot of guys, that's why they gravitate towards us. Although it's not nearly as extreme as it used to be in terms of the size difference. Well, I, I absolutely love them just because I'm taller, as you know, I'm six, five. So it's hard for me to find a shirt that fits me lengthwise. I have to go with a double X just so I get the length that I need or the sleeve length that I need as well. But then in the body of the shirt, it's, it's way too big. Cause I'm not a, a big guy. Um, but that's a huge inconvenience. I have to go up to, you know, another size just to get length that I need out of it. But the point you made there, which I told you, I love is the, the length of the shirt. It stays tucked in. And with other manufacturers, I've noticed that I have to retuck my shirt during the round foot joy. I do not, nor during the day, just casual wear, uh, around the golf course, out giving lessons around the golf shop or whatnot. Um, I don't have to do that with the foot joy shirt. That's a great point. Yeah. It's a nice feature. We've done that since the beginning too. And, and, uh, 
not something we really announce very often, but they, there's purpose behind everything. And, and that's one of the things that we do and combined with the, the, the rubber ring around the, the waist of our pants and shorts that also aids in keeping a, a shirt tucked in. But um, again, we, we assume when someone buys our apparel, whether it's the warmest puffer jacket we make, or if it's a golf shirt, we assume they are making golf swings in it. And, and that's the, I guess that's the, uh, the test that it needs to stand up to. And if, uh, if you don't play golf in it and you just want to wear it around, that's fine too. But it, it's meant to withstand quite a bit of movement and, and stress, all of our apparel. Well, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I mean, you have the golfer in mind. And that's what I love about Foot Joy. It's all about the golfer, no one else. And I just love the fact that you guys put so much thought behind the development of your product, whether it's shoes, whether it's shirts, whether it's gloves, whether it's headwear, no matter what it is, you guys are putting a lot of thought process into that and thinking about how can you make the golfer's experience more enjoyable and more comfortable. And I love that about you guys. Thank you. And um, you're right. And, and more than ever, too, we, we try to speak directly to the golfer, not only in market research, but uh, social media, the FootJoy Facebook page, FootJoy.com, FootJoy Insider. These are great tools, not only for, for us to learn more about uh, who's, who's wearing our stuff, but for the golfer, um, to, for them to get closer to the brand and learn more about what goes into the design of certain things. and. Um, a lot of cool content there that, that people should check out. Yeah. I'm on your website. Now you guys, you know, you have belts, you have headwear, you have sun sleeves, you have boxer briefs. Did not know you guys had jumped into the boxer brief world. That's pretty interesting. Now I don't know what kind of, uh, product testing goes into those. I don't know that I want to <laughs> know, but I could tell you somewhere along the line, <laughs> they were tested. And golf swings were made in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's pretty pretty cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Listener, go on the website. It's footjoy.com. You can go to their gear section. Uh, of course, bags and and uh shoe and travel for shoe and travel. Uh, like I said, belts, headwear, sun sleeves. That's interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. They got a lot of cool stuff on there. Tell me about uh you mentioned a little bit about the tour earlier. What uh what kind of tour presence are you guys gonna have? Uh, this coming season, I noticed that as of right now, you guys are like 58% on your shoe count and the P just on the PGA tour and your glove counts 40%. That's compared to 14% shoe count with other competitors and 22% with other competitors for gloves. That's very, very impressive. Yeah, Steve, we're, we're, uh, we've been fortunate for such a long time to have such dominant numbers on tour across most categories um, specifically shoes and gloves. And it doesn't stop at just the PGA tour, but if you go along to the DP world tour, formerly known as the European tour, the corn Ferry tour, um, even the LPGA tour, the numbers, they only increase, which tells you a couple things. Um, you, you think about the, the, the money trail when it comes to tours, the, the farther down you get, the less money is at stake from a, 
from a uh, endorsement, persimony, all of that. And our numbers are greater. So it's, it's a testament to the company and the product that the less that money is involved, the more players choose us. Meaning uh, endorsements and contracts. And um, when somebody just needs to find the best, they typically choose Futua. And um, we are fortunate to, to be there for them and to have them represent us. Jordan, thank you so much for your time today. And congrats on everything that you guys are doing there at FootJoy. Congrats on your long tenure thus far. And uh, greatly appreciate your help and servicing us at Cross Creek, as well as the many, many other golf courses and facilities that you service this terrific brand too. So thank you so much for your hard work and dedication, not only to us, but to the game of golf. So thank you so much. Steve, it's my pleasure being on, on uh, go forth and golf with you and um, a lot of respect for you as well. Just um, not only managing a golf operation, but teaching lessons, growing the game, doing a podcast. It's, you know, our company is, is we've talked about it a few times, it's all about golf. And I know you're a tremendous man of faith and family. And, um, but I, I bet it wouldn't take too many ticks down and golf is what you care about. And it's pretty evident and it's noticed. And I appreciate all you do to, uh, to give back to the game. So thanks for having me. It's always fun. And I uh, wish your listeners the best and play well, everybody. Well, thank you so much, my friend. I greatly appreciate it. Please go out there and check out their website. It's footjoy.com. And if you're a member of Cross Creek, you're listening, you want to do a special order on any of the stuff you see on their website, please come see me in the golf shop. We'll get that taken care of for you. Again, thank you so much, Jordan. Take care, be safe on the road, and look forward to having you back on the podcast real soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Steve. Congratulations, my friend. You have completed another episode of the Go Forth and Golf podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate you taking the time to push that play button. No matter where you are and what you're doing in this world, you took the time out of your day to do it, and I really, really appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Jordan. You learned more about FootJoy, what they can offer you, what they can offer your golf game, and how they can help you enjoy the game even more, feeling more comfortable, feeling more confident, and again, just playing better golf. As I mentioned in the opening segment, be on the lookout for the next episode, which will drop on Wednesday, June the 15th. As a reminder, this podcast always drops the first and the third Wednesday of every month. If you have not already subscribed to this podcast on the Apple platform, please do so because what that'll do is give you an alert when a new episode does drop. And if you feel like I deserve it on that Apple platform, go out there and please give me a five-star rating. That really helps me move up those Apple charts. It just helps me become more visible to those out there searching for a golf podcast to listen to. And the more ears that I can reach, the more people I can help with their golf game. And that's why I do this podcast, because I really just want to grow the game of golf. I want to entertain you. I want to inspire you. So if I can do that with more people in this world that just really makes me happy. So I really do need your help with that and greatly appreciate any help you can give me on that. Don't forget to go out there and follow me on social media. It's GoForthGolf on Facebook. It's SGoForth underscore PGA on Instagram. And it's GoForthGolf on Twitter. And also, if you have any suggestions for podcasts, topics, anything you want to hear me talk about, 
go out there and email me at sgoforth at pga.com. Again, that's sgoforth at pga.com. Until the next episode, keep hitting those drives long and straight. Keep hitting those greens in regulation. Drain more putts. And most of all, get out there and have a good time. That's why we play this game. Please don't ever lose sight of that. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today. It's going to make you feel absolutely amazing putting someone else before yourself. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.